welcome to the Inspired by the Wild podcast. This is our inaugural first episode. My name is Shanna, and right now my co-host Amelia is in the process of moving. So let's all send her some love because that is not an easy experience. Um, And that is why she's not here right now with me recording. (laughs) So this first episode is kind of a mashup of conversations that we've had recently around the new moon, which hopefully is happening right as you're listening or slightly after you hear this podcast. Uh, We'll see how quickly this winds up on all platforms, but the goal is for you to hear this and have some ideas of energy swirling around with this new moon in Capricorn, rituals you can maybe incorporate into your life on the days just leading up to or even following this new moon. It's a great time for setting intentions, which we will talk about um, in the episode, and also just a really good time to rest. And, you know, it's like the seed starts in the ground, right? Where nobody really knows what it's like down there, except that I imagine it's pretty dark and quiet. So if you're craving a bit of extra lion, I'm sure that's partly to do with winter here in the Northern Hemisphere. um, And don't be afraid to take that. So what you'll hear in this episode is mostly us talking about the different energies of the new moon and kind of talking a little bit too about why we're starting this podcast. You'll hear a little bit about moon boxes, which is a business that Amelia runs and will give you a website for learning more about that. But you can also find more on her Instagram, which is inspired underscore by underscore the underscore wild so lots of underscores in that but inspired by the wild is where you would want to go and if you listen to the episode and have any feedback for us or questions and please follow follow inspired by the wild on instagram and put those there so without further ado here is our first episode this is not really one of those classic coming you know, coming of age stories or uh, origin stories, rather, Um, we'll have to do a separate podcast that's that. So this is not really our origin story. This is just starting out. So whenever you get this, I hope that you are well. And I know we both hope that you are feeling very in tune with cycles of the moon and nature and all of the cosmic bodies that we're going to be getting into in later episodes of the podcast. Every time, you know, I meet a skeptic, I start talking about how the moon is connected with the mm-hmm. tides. And then I think, you know, then I might even get a little sassy because I didn't introduce my rising is in Scorpio and also my Mercury is in Scorpio. So I'm sorry in advance, but, um, you know, sometimes I can get a little snappy and say things like, oh, well, you don't be- believe in astrology. You probably don't believe in other silly things like gravity. <laughs> and stuff like that I mean but but like I said um I think it's an influence that is uh you know the moon and the stars and these tidal influences have been um guiding people for many many years and if you know we are a culture that has lost sight of that yeah influence then you know it's it's really you know to our detriment so um i think you know just the more 
you learn about this. I mean, it's one thing a lot of people just know their sun sign and they might read about it in the newspaper. It's maybe two short sentences and maybe they don't identify with that. And then they think they don't believe in astrology. And I just am the first to say, you know, there's so much more to it than that. The moon, in fact, is moving so quickly around the earth and it's so close to the earth and it has such a pull on the earth and the earthlings, <laughs> dare I say, that, um, you know, it's that knowing and tracking its influence can be extremely insightful um, for a lot of us, especially when you learn what your moon sign is and then you have tools to follow where the moon you know, uh, is going and, and what it's tracking through, which house it's traveling mm -hmm. through. Um, and that really, that really did change my life. And it's a tool that even though I know it exists, I still am a human and I am not always grounded. Um, and I, I forget to use these tools. And this is a big part of the reason, you know, that Shanna and I, as longtime mm -hmm. friends, we've known each other since, <laughs> since Moon Boots. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, I think that this is part of our accountability. It's, um, it's one thing, it's accountability because it's, it's, it's calling us to bring these tools together. But, you know, another part of it is that um, once upon a time, I dared myself and challenged myself that I need to start having these conversations. We need to start normalizing intuition, spirituality, all of these tools that we have, um, and speak up about it because without a language, we are really alienated. We are really isolated. I've had many tools for spiritual healing. I'm a certified spiritual, spiritual healer. It's been 20 years that I've had that certification. I've done very little formally with, I mean, I, I'll elaborate on that later with, um, you know, some of my jewelry making and um, just kind of the spiritual unfolding, you know, and the intuition that creative intuition that came through that pursuit. But um, I, I knew that in order to follow this calling, I really needed to be held accountable. And so that's a big part of my role in it. And the, the, the reward of being able to create a community of being able to, you know, as Shannon and I talked about, <clears throat> I, uh, learning other people's charts and then, you know, going through a year together. I mean, a month is is really great. I mean, you know, for try one month out, you know, see how you like it, but really, you know, the commitment to at least six months is so much more advantageous because we get to see how, you know, having this different astrological makeup, how each of us are experiencing these different planetary right. influences. Right. And so I'm really excited for that yeah. piece. I just think there's going to be so much that we can learn and it will infuse everyone's understanding about communication, communicating to people who have different, you know, right. makeup than you, who have, who are coming from different places, just very fundamentally. Yeah. And um, so I think there's a lot of benefits that are just going to come out organically that, I mean, we don't even, we can't even right. foresee right now. Right. For sure. And I, um, that is, I guess I, again, should back up a little bit, but so on this podcast, you know, we're going to be talking about all, all manner of things under, under the sun and the planets. But what we're talking about right now is specifically a community and a 
box of products that are meant to be like ritual tools for the different moons. And um, let's give a what let's just can we just give the website real quick? Because I think if people are like, wait, what are they talking about six month, one year, then I'd like to direct <laughs> them to the place where they can actually figure out more about that. Um, so yeah. you're going to go to inspired by the wild dot life. That's what you would enter in the address bar on your browser of choice. But that's, that's where you can go. And then up in the top, right, you'll see the join link. And if you click on that, there, are, there are details about the, the moon box that Amelia is talking about and kind of the, the community and the membership and access to different tools that we might touch on in the podcast. But the idea is that in the membership, we'll be going into more detail to kind of help people to live more, like get back to a place of living more in tune and in harmony with natural cycles, which I feel like, especially now, cause it's, you know, 2021, but the very beginning and we're still in the middle of a pandemic and we've already been very isolated physically from other humans. But I know that a lot of people have even been isolated just from nature and just kind of stuck in their apartments or their houses and like afraid to leave. And I think that those who have had access to just getting outside, even if it's just to a park in your city, have really noticed that those symptoms of isolation and depression and stress and everything that is, of course, inevitable and perfectly normal when you're in the middle of a pandemic, um, if you're lucky enough to be well, you know, health-wise, um, that it really has helped with that. So, and I think there was, I was even reading that there had been a study maybe in Denmark that, um, that getting outside and spending or Great Britain actually, because I know they're going into, um, another lockdown, unfortunately over there. And they they're seeing more of the cases of the like mutated virus. Um, but they were kind of recommending that people try to get outside because even folks who spent like 15 minutes to half an hour, just out in nature around living, growing plants and other earthlings that are maybe not humans, <laughs> like that they and increased like a, a great lessening of stress and like a greater feeling of well-being, which if you're listening this far in the podcast and you are intrigued by things like energy and astrology, then I don't think it's going to be too far of a, you know, reach for you to, you know, get on board with the idea that our thoughts do influence our bodies and, you know, like emotions get stored in the body. So if you're spending a lot of time stressed out and afraid, that is going to have some, you know, effect of like dis-ease in the body. So if you're hearing mm -hmm. this and today you get a chance to get outside and go to the park or go to the woods or, you know, your favorite find a new nature place, then, then this is my little PSA, like world get outside. And I feel like part of what we're trying to do here is like add another layer to this, like get outside. And if you can get outside at night, look at the stars and like see where the moon is and look at the planets because you can see almost all of the planets in the Northern hemisphere or the Southern hemisphere, depending on what time of day it is now. And it's, it's kind of magical to remember we're just these like little tiny carbon-based life forms in a gigantic universe floating around in circles <laughs> and you know yeah. all affected by different waves of energy coming from these celestial bodies so um sorry that was a long rant but i, I felt like no it was important <laughs> to you know kind of important to set a little context <laughs> no i thought it was lovely you just painted a really beautiful picture there through the cosmos that was nice mm -hmm. well, <laughs> um 
And and I wanted to also um, touch on, you know, when we mentioned, you know, the great conjunction, I mean, what an exciting thing to happen. And I mean, you're going to have to elaborate on it more too, but I'm just, I was already feeling this because again, I, I've been, okay, Llewellyn um, definitely deserved a break, but last year, <laughs> 2020, without Llewellyn, Llewellyn did, did not put out the weekly calendar and Shanna's laughing because several times I had a meltdown <laughs> that I didn't know how I was supposed to do 2020 without Llewellyn. So yeah. it's pretty lost um, <laughs> without that guidance in my life. Uh, so I didn't really see that huge cosmic event coming, but I was feeling this energy approaching and what it felt like was excitement. Mm -hmm. I mean, very definite excitement, like excitement that was joyful, not anxiety, definitely a different sensation. And it was intriguing. I mean, at first, of course, I'm thinking, what is, what is going on with me? Um, but then when I read about what that was going to mean and that shift in energy, I just was so pleased that it was, um, that it, it just really meant that this energy was taking place here and, you know, just manifesting on earth and what that was you know, just already feeling like what that was going to mean for our, our planet. And so to move into just this beginning of, you know, from Capricorn energy into Aquarian energy with from Earth to uh, Aquarius, you know, air, mm -hmm. there's just a lightness, a fast pace, just a um, an ease. Even for me as a Capricorn sun sign, um, I mean, as the old nanny goat of the, <laughs> the Zodiac, sometimes... <laughs> I even get frustrated with my slow stick in the mud pace um, and just the lightness being able to um, sell off earthly possessions that I've been clinging to for years that maybe even haven't been serving me. Um, just being able to suddenly shift into, yes, I am confident enough. I am light enough to shed some of this. Um, this weight, I mean, with physical belongings and possessions that had been weighing me down that I wasn't able to make a move. And so now um, that is what was required in order for me to move off of an island. Sitka, where Shanna and I grew up together, mm -hmm. is an island. And that presents unique challenges um, in, um, in many ways, mm -hmm. but, you know, for coming and going specifically. And so this energy was... It was, it made such a physical change in my life. I mean, um, I was listening to some discussion about just where people are at, you know, our different readiness, our, our different um, energetic readiness to integrate this into our lives. And it really started to inspire me about um, how, value, how valuable it would be to see other people's unfolding during this time during this time i mean mm -hmm. any time really but this time of all times because yeah. so many changes and and just this energy that's available to us is so exciting if you're ready for it and i felt like um as i've been listening to some of these discussions and i as again as an earth sign mm -hmm. um I'm, I'm, i want to materialize i want some kind of tools we love our tools yeah um so at first thing I'm like, okay, this is cool. What does it do? You know? <laughs> and uh, so I was, I'm really excited about, you know, the discussion that, you know, is going to unfold with the intention that we collectively will start to form here, but also 
you know, that this is, I, I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but we're really setting it up to be interactive. We are going to, we are not on the extra, uh, the expert podium, if, if you might call it that, or, mm-hmm. you know, we are really more facilitators. We're, um, we're setting up the space and we're going to um, provide the tools and what we are hoping for, we're casting our intentions that if we build it, they will come. We want <laughs> participants. We want people who are ready to share what their astrological chart means and how perhaps um, that has lended to some of the strengths or challenges that they face. We want mm-hmm. that participation because that will increase this learning community that we are um, forming here yeah. and um, and then the tools I think of it as basically almost like um, the way you think of um, a cell phone the cell phone is the technology but the apps are the application the way you apply the, the cell phone in in your life and so mm-hmm. the astrology you know the the cosmic that information is the uh, you know the technology and then the box of tools, the rituals and whatnot, the tools for the rituals mm-hmm. are the apps, the applications, the ways that we are going to integrate this energy into our lives, because that's really what it's about is, um, you know, learning to use that energy with you, using gravity to your benefit instead of trying to work against it. <laughs> right. Um, I, right. It always comes back to that for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that gravity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, like trying to sort of welcome and surf with the waves instead of getting plunged into the water and like, you know, swallowing a bunch of salt water, (laughs) which is never nobody's favorite thing. (laughs) Right, Um, right. And, you know, to continue on with that metaphor, you know, that if in, you know, the example of surfing, if you are caught in the undertow, you know, any experienced surfer knows you you just kind of need to roll with it, hold your breath. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you don't fight it you're just yeah. not gonna win. and so that's mm-hmm. kind of um i would say a great example for you know paying attention watching these energies and um you know for shanna and i discussing the way that these things play out in our lives has just become i want to say second nature to us mm-hmm. um and you know so for example even if i don't see the calendar and I lose sight of it, I will feel different cosmic energies. I'm especially sensitive to the full moon. I was born under a full mm-hmm. moon. And yeah, yeah. Um, my mother, who is a nurse practitioner, so and she worked in OBGYN. She delivered many, many babies in her great career. And mm-hmm. she is very grounded. She will tell you, just like ER doctors, just like police officers, that the full moon doesn't you don't have to believe in it to be influenced by it oh yeah no yeah it's it's crazy and i get from teaching my other life as a you know classroom teacher i can also tell you there is there is no denying that you know especially adolescent hormones (laughs) 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 oh you're my hero shanna (laughs) for doing that job parent of a young of a young person then you know and they're teenagers then well then yeah wow good for you and (laughs) god's bless and also um I would say, yeah, don't be, you know, maybe just for fun, just, just for, just for the heck of it, just pay attention. And like, next time there's a full moon, just observe your teenager and you will, (laughs) (laughs) 
you will totally notice, okay, yeah, there is something to this. And, you know, also teenage hormones are some of the strongest drugs I think our body produces. So, <laughs> Well, and even, you know, the farmer's almanac, you know, for planting there, you know, oh, yeah. The, the moon cycles are critical for under, understanding that. I mean, if, you know, coral that are releasing their little spores and all these different mm -hmm. um, natural rhythms that are following the moon, mm -hmm. um, you know, and so why not us silly humans, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I know I'm, I'm a crazy person for, you know, subscribing to astrology, <laughs> but for me, it is a very powerful tool. And um, so I, I also am going to just reiterate on my, um, my limitation here. I don't know nearly as much about astrology as Shanna. I'm, I, I oftentimes struggle with um, the mathematical calculations of it. Shanna and I were in school together. She knows this. She knows I'm not very, oh. uh, you know, uh, <laughs> calculating in that way, but my intuition um, is, is my guide. And so I always bring it back to the elements. That is always what I can make sense of. Um, you know, growing yeah. up in a wild place, Shanna and I, you know, had the, we were blessed to be able to understand a lot of wild phenomena, um, and how it, it they interact and the interplay of that just in a really pristine environment. And so mm -hmm. that is something that's very natural and makes sense to me. And so no matter what, um, circumstances, if I'm, confused or I'm trying to analyze the situation, if I can find a metaphor and bring it back to the wild, that is sort of like my sonar, the way that I send out sonar and bring back an answer, um, like a, like a bat or a whale, you know, Yeah. that's, that's how my intuition works. And so, um, yeah. that'll be oftentimes <laughs> it's just, I don't, it's like without even trying, sometimes it's there in the language and I'm like, Hey, there it is. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah. Do you want to take a second and talk a little bit about the like where the new moon is going to be? Because probably by the time this podcast comes out, it will, you know, hopefully, it'll, you know, should be out by the full, by the new moon. But um, it might be a bit before or like day of for some people, depending on how you listen to your podcast. So do you want to do you want to talk briefly about that? about <laughs> the new moon for January and like, yes. okay. Since we're talking about tools, like maybe giving, yeah. you know, like giving some example of what we mean by that would be, yeah. would be helpful. So, um, yeah, that's a great, that's, that's a great lead into, um, you know, one of the benefits of signing up, um, you know, for this, uh, to be a member and join this community that we're building is um, these, boxes these ritual boxes are um designed really by the elements so for example when um the moon is moving through uh capricorn as it is you know in january the new moon will be traveling through the house of capricorn in january um did i say that right shanna yeah okay the, yep it's gonna be in the sign of capricorn sign of um, capricorn here on the West coast, it'll be the fifth house of like creativity and children and family. So, um, but yes, fifth house, uh, but Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Beautiful, beautiful. See, so we, I'm learning as I go, and this is part of the excitement too, is because I still have so much to learn from Shanna. And, um, so, uh, that being said, these, you know, my forte is really, um, you know, working more with the elements. I'm, 
for 10 years now, I've been uh, making jewelry and um, I say that like as though I just was making jewelry, but what I found, what it actually was, was it was, it was building metaphors because, you know, mm. would approach and, you know, out of an entire festival say, this is the thing I like. And I'd be like, what do you like about it? And um, they'd say, well, I really like a stone. And I'd say, well, to, to hear a little bit more about what it had to go through, its geological process, you know, in order to become what it is today. And that oftentimes, um, you know, emerges into this metaphor for someone's life. And mm-hmm. so um, working with the elements just emerged in this sort of intuitive, very organic way. And so that approach, um, just very hands-on that is what I think you're going to get, you know, in these boxes. So for the new moon in Capricorn, um, we, and especially this is perfect for, you know, January, we found some seeded paper and um, you will write your intentions on this seeded paper, which is, you know, it's actually, it's um, seeded with several varieties of wildflowers so that it should mm-hmm. produce flowers pretty much anywhere that you live in North America. Mm-hmm. Um or and South so, America, I think too, you yeah. know, like Southern hemisphere folk, but I know you're, you know, they're in the middle of summer there. So they'd probably have a little bit more luck planting it and having things grow within a short amount of time than we would in the Northern hemisphere. Yes. Good point. Way to point that out, my Leo <laughs> by the sun. <laughs> but yes, I mean, and you can also, you could plant them indoors, you know, in a little like pot or out in a garden and, mm-hmm. you know, help the bees. Um, but with this paper, we get to write our intentions. And, um, and for this exercise, because, you know, Capricorn here, where we're at, at least here in Alaska, and, you know, in many places in the Pacific Northwest, um, you know, we're in the dead of winter. And um, so Capricorn represents, and especially in the Zodiac, you know, temperance, patience. Mm-hmm. And so we'll write out our intentions, and then we're going to bless them by setting up a um, mandala around them so that would be maybe with crystals or seeds or if you do have some um, flowers dried flowers whatever mm-hmm. it is that you feel called like beads yes. what a, yeah whatever you you have that feels right to work with twigs things you've collected from the woods you know yes I'm yeah that's going to be the fun part and um, I'm excited to post some of my inspirations on Instagram here mm-hmm. but um, oh. so we'll you can get creative and um, put the mandala over the intentions that you wrote or um, around them. Uh, Maybe that's part of the art piece. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe you put it up on, maybe put it on your altar at any rate, put it someplace where you can see it, maybe even interact with it over the next couple of months. But Mm -hmm. this is part of the exercise. And this is, you know, working with the crystals, um, you know, just very hands-on and then, um, you know, knowing that, in a couple of months when, you know, we do that ritual, when we finish it off, we will plant our intentions so that they will Mm -hmm. grow flowers. So, um, you know, we thought that was a nice way to begin, you know, a new moon as well as a new year. And then just to touch on, you know, the way the boxes are set up is that they are cycle. So you will have tools for a new moon ritual as well as a full moon ritual in each box. So, um, I guess, depending on where you sign up in the cycle, you might end up receiving a box that, you know, there are tools for the new moon. You may not have hit that new moon, but these tools are still going to be useful and you can apply them in so many different ways. And, um, you know, for me, especially new moon energy, I feel it several days working up to, and oftentimes, you know, a few days after the full moon. So there's really 
you could use those tools at any time that feels relevant. I mean, ultimately, right. <laughs> there's no real wrong yeah. way to do it. Yeah. Um, no, no. And like, I think it's really, I think that's perfect for just kind of generally new moons are the time for planting. So I feel like that's part of the, that was part of the inspiration for the, for the seed paper is that it really is a time of seeding your intentions and it's the seed specific in planting it in the earth because Capricorn is an earth sign, but it's also an ambitious sign. So I feel like you know, when you're setting your intentions for this particular new moon, don't be afraid to be ambitious. Like, yes, you know, based on things we've talked about too, with the age of Aquarius, like think outside the box, don't play it safe with what it is you want to accomplish. Don't just make it like, well, I'd really like to drink more water every day like that. Yes, that's a great goal. Like, please drink more water and that's healthy, but you know, make it something bigger. Um, So you'll know what that means, I think for you, but just based on this particular new moon's energy, Capricorn wants to be ambitious. It wants to hold itself accountable too for when you set that goal, then you also need to think about that very real steps that you can take. So it's, it's not about just like setting the, the goal and, you know, putting the, the paper in the ground or into a pot at some point and setting the mandala and then just expecting magic. It's these rituals are meant to kind of signal to yourself, your soul, your, your mind, your body, all of it, that you want this to happen. And then you need to follow through. Like it's a visual reminder that like, oh yeah, I set that goal. What am I, what can I do every day? Or like, what can I do and check in, you know, during the weeks leading up to the full moon, that's really going to help me get closer to whatever that manifestation is you're calling in. Cause I, I believe in magic, but I also do believe that you know, it's not like we use these practices and tools as a crutch that they really are. The, the only magic they have is what they, what we give it, give them and what we actually need to do ourselves. Right. <laughs> I don't know. No, but I completely. Yes. And, you know, just to touch on that as well, um, you know, from some of the, I mean, there's a lot of research out there. I mean, if you want to just use the placebo effect, I mean, raised by a nurse practitioner, mm-hmm. that's, um, there is a part of me that is always going to try and maintain, stay grounded. I mean, I'm going to reach and reach and reach, but I, I don't want to necessarily lose anyone. I like to be able to keep some sense of groundedness in in the tools that I'm working with. And um, so, you know, to say the placebo effect, I feel like it really doesn't ask, it doesn't, it doesn't ask you to, it doesn't ask for much faith. I mean, this is a medically proved scientifically proven reproducible by the scientific method this is um, a phenomenon that is observable um and you know for anybody that isn't necessarily familiar with it it just is referencing the power of the mind well it's almost like it's like mm-hmm. dumbo when dumbo believed that the feather is what mm-hmm. made him fly you know yeah and so yeah, the placebo effect. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> but the power of the mind <laughs> no, <that's okay. laughs> is has, power of the yeah, mind has a lot to yeah. offer. It's real. It's real. And I think I I guess I just mean like be take on that power of um, Capricorn and don't just stop with the idea. Like take the idea through into actual physical action because it's it's an earth. Oh yes, and so. sowing the intentions. Like when we say 
um, putting our intentions out there, you know, planting a garden, you know, you reap what you sow. I mean, all of these things are beautiful um, language um, and concepts, but, you know, again, with this placebo effect, it's very literal. And so when we are going yep. into this, you know, with even just any of this, discussion of like to go back to the great conjunction and not leaving mm -hmm. not taking anything of 2020 into 2021 with us i mean nothing you know anything that isn't serving us you know you've heard that but any of that heaviness that's holding you down i mean quite literally mm -hmm. just really allowing yourself <laughs> to you know be freed up from that if we want to take that very literally in our lives then planting intention um just focusing on it and then really holding our, each other accountable by talking about it, energizing it, all of that that we do mm -hmm. to expand on these intentions. It is, you know, the more that science is able to catch up with something that some of us already knew, you know, there's in, this intuitive mm -hmm. sense that that is energetically working, that when you choose to focus on expands. And so this yeah. is, this is our, um, our regimen, you know, if you will, for how to really move that energy forward in your life. And again, for being in Capricorn, I really appreciate the hands-on, um, anything that you can bring the ethereal into the material, you know, that really can mm -hmm. add a lot of strength to manifestation, um, from whatever goals you, you know, you have that you would like to, um, you know, to focus on for this year. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. it's nice, you know, to, for a month to try it out, you know, to, to just kind of maybe see if this community is for you, but um, it's kind of hard to get the full benefit, you know, of really what I think we have to offer. Just <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. And maybe that's yeah. a good lead in to talk about the readings that, you know, when you were just telling me what you were able to do, I just, was marveling at that and I think you should oh. I don't know maybe yeah. now is the time <laughs> to toot your horn <laughs> sure well you know it's our so I guess what I actually wanted to kind of you know touch on was just the goal with our with our podcast which hopefully you're enjoying and you stuck around this long thank you um is that you know we'll be kind of checking in every other week to you know check in see how talk about how we're doing hopefully you're able to, you know, leave comments, um, leave a review. If you like the podcast, please. Um, that really helps, you know, us get to a broader audience, but we'd really love to, yeah, to hear from you on, you know, social media on the inspired by the wild Instagram. Um, I think eventually <laughs> my Instagram will be running and good. I'm kind of in the like logo land, which is, a, you know, if you're a business, small business owner and Amelia is <laughs> and has been for a long time, but it's a it's an interesting process so we're still I'm still navigating that but um anyway uh I hope that you know people listening will come back and keep listening because you know even if it you know even if you aren't ready to like pull the trigger on like joining I, which I hope you will but even if you aren't please keep coming back and like listening and just start paying attention like my number one goal is that you know after listening to this podcast people are inspired to at least begin to pay attention to the natural cycles around them. And then hopefully, 
you'll begin to get, you know, like more in tune with us and, you know, begin to get more curious about the tools and the rituals that, you know, we use to get even more in depth with using the power of the elements and the planets and things around us like crystals, which Amelia knows so much about and flower essences. And I mean, I feel like what I'm excited about is to just talk about all of the things, you know, uh, tarot cards and well, what, so what's funny, so I, I'm going dig, to digress for a moment here, but this, maybe if you want, this can be kind of a bit of a wrap up, but um, I'm sitting here with this deck of tarot cards that I had out in case we wanted to like pull a card for the audience. And you're talking, you know, all of this that we've been talking about for the last few minutes about like manifesting, um, taking something from sort of the imaginary world or like the soul desire world and like bringing it into the physical and the card that's like on top in the deck that I'm looking at right now is the page of crystals. <laughs> so, like, very much all about having mastered all of those lessons in the previous, you know, 10 incarnations of crystals or pentacles. It's the, you know, just another word for the same suit. And, you know, it is all about that, like earth, it's a double earth card it's like the earth um shrine card you know the bringing bringing it from the imaginary into the real so i don't even know if i need to draw a card i feel like that is the card wow yeah no that's <laughs> that seems perfect and um it seems really appropriate for the beginning as you know you are just setting forth this um it's almost like you sending out a question, you know, a question um, always begins with a quest. And um, yeah. so I like that this whole thing is beginning, um, you know, it's a really perfect time to begin something like this. So yeah. anyways, podcast and moon boxes were like, and, you know, like, you know, businesses and uh, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful time for beginning. So I'm really happy that we're doing this and I'm happy that, all of you, any of you who are listening are listening. <laughs> so I don't know. Did Was there anything you had in mind for like what you, any last thoughts or words of wisdom for, you know, going ahead, the January new moon, just life in general or. Um, well, I mean, no, I always, I just, I really like the way that these, um, these conversations flow, you know, it feels really natural and I'm excited. There's definitely, you know, if you haven't yet, you should find us on Instagram at inspired mm -hmm. underscore by underscore the underscore wild. Mm -hmm. And there you will find some really exciting little um, offers for if you choose to sign up right away and um, mm -hmm. definitely sign up sooner than later so you can get the full benefit. These calendars, um, there are some yeah. rituals and we will elaborate some more on that um, in the next time. Next yeah, in a, in a fortnight, which, you know, <laughs> appropriately, given our discussion about Great Conjunction, the last time that uh, Jupiter and Saturn were this close was in 1623. And that was when the first folio was published. So I always think of fortnight as a Shakespeare phrase. I don't know wow. what it necessarily is, but, um, but there we go. So in a fortnight, we'll be checking back in with you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, Thank you so much, friend, and thank you, listeners. This was very fun. Yes, it was, and um, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Yeah, stay wild. <laughs> Let me just see. What have we got? This card be pulled through me, not by me, through me, not by me, through me, not by me. 
What message do we need today? And I've got the elk. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I don't know a whole lot about elks other than I think they're meant to be pretty majestic, obviously, creatures. I would imagine it's similar mm-hmm. to, you know, stag or deer and the whole like king or queen of the forest. And I don't have my book anymore that went with that deck, so I usually have to look them up. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, perfect. I actually hey. do have that book perfect. right okay. here on my altar. What's elk, it's number three. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, let's think. Yeah. Okay. Because um, when you were talking, I was thinking about the time, like that. I the only time I think I've been around elk mm-hmm. actually just in the wild, and was um, you know there there's a herd of them up in oh. Oregon, in Northern California that um, they just kind of wander around and. Um, out in Fern Canyon one time when I was hiking, I found myself just kind of in and amongst them and they were very calm and peaceful. And, um, you know, like when you were saying majestic, that was definitely the impression that I got as well as something very, um, yeah, calm and, 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 um, settled, you know, and, and so interestingly, the word, uh, that, is highlighted here for elk is stamina yeah please would you like me to read it okay mountain lion circled elk getting closer to his prey moment by moment elk sensed the impending danger when the forest grew suddenly silent he broke for the high country and when he spotted his pursuer but mountain lion mountain lion was far behind as elk made a running leap for the timber line mountain lion gained on him but elk continued to run onward displaying tremendous stamina. Finally, Mountain Lion gave up, having spent his energy in spurts as he tried to jump over the boulders to reach Elk. Elk paced himself, making headway as he climbed skyward towards the the high country. Elk had no other defense except his ability to go the distance, setting a pace that allowed him to utilize his stamina and energy to the fullest. Elk medicine teaches that pacing yourself will increase your stamina. Elk medicine people may not be the first ones to arrive at a goal, but they always arrive without getting burned out. If you've taken on too much recently, it might be a good idea to look at how you plan to finish what you have started without (laughs) ending up in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) I know, sick little cackle there, but you know, that's that's real talk. Um, Elk have a curious kind of warrior energy because, except... At mating time, they honor the company of their own gender. They can call on the medicine of brotherhood or sisterhood. In discovering the strength which is gained from loving the gender that is your own, you will feel the comradeship that arises from similarity of experience. This is a special medicine that allows the friendship of others of your same sex to overcome potential competition or jealousy. If you've picked elk medicine, you may be telling yourself to seek the company of your own gender for a while. You may need support group to realign yourself with the stamina of the warrior warriors energy that you're a part of. The communication with others of your same sex allows for you to air your feelings and safety and to get feedback from others who have had the same experiences. You may need a new sense of community, mm. communication and unity. Elk be telling you to look at how you are holding up physically during the stresses in your life and to pace yourself so that you can maintain an equilibrium of energy over the distance you plan to cover. 
Vitamins or high-energy foods may be one solution, along with some personal quiet time for replenishment. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> well, that is perfect. So many points to, to discuss here about how perfect it is for yeah. starting out. And um, I would just like to point out how intuitive of us that this was the deck you chose. And it happens to be the deck that's just <laughs> okay. like, well, there's two decks nice. on my altar. But yeah. yes, we can. This is just right there. But um, that's nice. nice choice, Jenna. And um, <clears throat> I think good pick, especially for, you know, our sisterhood that we are you know, have long held and known each yeah. other for how many years? We don't have to tell the world. Yeah. We can be <laughs> like, it's decades. But we'll just say decades. This- We're not going to give a specific number of them, yeah. but there's, it's more than one decade. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is a new, this yeah. chapter, this mm-hmm. project is new for us. Um, for both of us, there's a lot of new beginnings happening. And I love that it talks yeah. about, you know, the support of the sisterhood, but also yeah. the creating of right. new community, because how perfect is that with, you know, our intentions and our goals yeah. for this podcast, as well as what I've been realizing I'm, I'm excited for and that I'm starting to, to see and have a vision of while, mm. while I'm putting together yeah. these these boxes yeah. the first time equinox box because just in the spirit of community i'm thinking about um the experiences the the possible conversation the ongoing um conversation that we can be having as we have experiences with these rituals and for myself um one of the things i'm most excited about i would say is in how do I say this because I am working to curate these boxes my mind is going to be on this this program um you know fairly frequently it's going to necessitate that of me which means that I'm going to have no other choice but to pay attention to the moon energy regularly I can't let it slip in my life I can't let the planets mm-hmm. sort of get out of my periphery and then get all right. like fuggled up in my energy and suddenly step back and wonder what the heck is going on with the planets because I feel some sort of shift and um, why the heck did I let this right. guidance get out of sight when I know mm-hmm. yes, that I don't have to let myself and my energy be whipped around so much by these cosmic forces mm-hmm. because we do have insight into them. And so you know, it's kind of silly to have the information and not frequently do, but I mean, slip. There's a million other things that are kind of (laughs) dying for attention, you know, 